970 WAMD Aberdeen and this is the Harford Edge keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Harford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee Smith from the Harford County Public Library and that is Bob Mumby. And I would just like to say that um, Leslie is a trooper. She <laughs> has a bad cold and she's I'd be home in bed with a uh, with an ice bag on my head and watching uh, reruns of Donna Reed and Leave It to Beaver. Ah, oh, the was golden years, yes, yes. Um, the Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library, Sick or Healthy. Um, and today we'll be speaking with Rebecca Jessup, the Executive Director of the Haverda Grace Arts Collective. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. Had the school bus today oh, again. Oh, yep. And um, uh, before we start trivia, I do want to talk about um, some things that annoy us. And also want to say, uh, rest in peace to Jim Neighbors. Oh, I know. One final Shazam. Yes. For, for Gomer. You know, I, a couple people I talked to thought he had already passed away. Years well, ago. Well, there's a website. <laughs> Is there's there? a website that's, are they dead yet? Because... <laughs> You forget. You do. Because when they the do it at the Oscars, yeah. they do the memorial. Oh, yeah. he died this year? <laughs> I thought true. he died like 10 years ago. <laughs> you know. um, but, uh, you know, there was no show like Gomer Pyle or Andy Griffiths. I don't, that is true. Wouldn't get away with any of that now for a number of reasons. <laughs> also, you're not a big Facebook person, are I you? I am not a huge Facebook person. Well, I, you know. Are you? I I am, uh-huh. but I don't. I am sure I break all the rules. Um, but I discovered that I have too many Facebook friends. Yesterday, I realized. How did you discover that? Because it, it seems like every day when they say help these friends of yours celebrate birthdays, okay, there's one that I don't know. <laughs> Which means that somebody friended me and I accepted it. Right, in a moment of weakness. <laughs> or I saw someone who. You know, and I offend them as I'm going through things. But now, do you wish them a happy birthday if you no, don't know them? Okay. No, no. Um, I don't wish everybody happy birthday because that, it becomes that devalues it. Yes, it does. Um, 
And on that note of Facebook friending and LinkedIn inviting, um, I am really getting annoyed at this situation. And I just want to say, if you're a real estate agent, you're an insurance salesperson, you're a contractor, good luck with your business. But don't insult me by trying to friend me on Facebook or link me in by pretending you know me or care about me. Right. You want to prospect me for business. It's very, you know, I just, you know, get it out of the way. Come right out and tell me. I want your business. So then I could tell you no, and maybe we could be friends. And everybody can move (laughs) on. That's right. Okay. I'm done whining. (laughs) And um, there was one other thing, but no, you know, let's do trivia. And um, if Rebecca uh, maybe gets here a little early, I'm going to call on her to help me. Okay. You hear that, Rebecca, if you're driving in? Go the speed limit. Don't go five (laughs) miles under it. Especially down the road. Oh, I see movement. And also, Rebecca, if you if you if you drive this road really quickly, you can sort of sail over Get the road. Airborne. <laughs> hey, Shorty. Hi there. <laughs> Good morning. Good How morning. are you? I'm fine, thank you. Rebecca Good. Jessup just walked in in the nick of time to bail trivia. me out on trivia. How's that to start oh, your day? Goody. Okay. Love trivia. I know you do. And you're very good at it. So. Actually, you are the you are the king. No. You came up with guesses that I was just shocked and stunned. Oh, the, my, my favorite was the Sargasso Sea that uh, I think <laughs> Jennifer Button thought me she had me on that. What is the only sea in the world with no coastline? Oh, you, and you got it? Wow. It's, it's a sea within a sea in the mid-Atlantic. Go ahead. So, a lot of these were prepared, and there are some movies and entertainment sprinkled in here. Um, This is the first one. Starting out easy since you just got here. Who played the female lead in the 1942 film Casablanca? You can answer that. Oh, Ingrid Bergman. There you go. Ding, 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 for $10,000. Yes. And has seven lines in the American Film Institute top 100 movie lines of all time. Really? Seven? Wow. Really? Yes. That movie? Yep. That's a lot of lines. Here's looking at you, kid. It's yep. probably one. And play it, Sam. Which play not, it, Sam. Not play it against Sam. Yeah. And Louis, I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow, there are a lot of good ones from there. Um, all the gin joints in the world she had to walk into my <laughs> Yeah. <life. laughs> Those are all great. The Germans. Yeah. Wore gray. You wore blue. The Germans it's wore gray. gray. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll always have Paris. Wow, it <laughs> is a lot of lines. Wow, I'm impressed. Um, it's almost as many lines as Animal House. Right. <laughs> you screwed. You screwed up. You trusted us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So we're gonna go a little bit off topic and say, who is the who was the first U.S. president to declare war? Whoa. Hmm. Tap on that other side of the brain. Madison. Yes. <gasps> Correct. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, we really, we declared war. It wasn't even war. It was revolution. Mm-hmm. It was before there was a United States president, because that wasn't until, like, 1789. Uh, wow. Oh. And the next war was 1812. Wow, I'm impressed. 
And I always remember Madison Monroe with the fourth and fifth in the it's an, an alphabetical order. M A versus M O. Oh. That's my oh. mom. That's your memory. Yeah. So I've given you a scary look into the filing system up here. <laughs> hey, it keeps it all straight in there because you're very good at trivia, so it works. Um, how many items are in a baker's dozen? Thirteen. There you go. Thank you. Ding, there ding, you ding, go. Ding, ding, ding. Cruella DeVille is a character who appeared in what no novel by Dodie Smith? 101 um, Dalmatians. Dalmatians. Yeah. Yep. Played by. She um, also appeared in 102 Dalmatians, correct? I we believe get that. she did. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. I She'd be a main character. Mm -hmm. I, I think you're. Because when they, they did 102 Dalmatians really? as a sequel, I've lost mm -hmm. all respect for the producers. <laughs> it was too easy. <laughs> Make it 103 at least. At least it's more cheerful than 100 Dalmatians because I mean one of them across the Rainbow Bridge, so. Aww. <laughs> I didn't say that. Well, that didn't happen. Went to the farm. Went to the Took farm. Took it to the farm. It's up on the roof. Yep. <laughs> what city in Australia has the highest population? Okay, it's got to be a trick question, so it's not, obviously not Sydney. Oh, but it I'll say Sydney. Mm -hmm. Sydney. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. it is. Well, I thought it, it was is. a trick question. No. Like... <laughs> Followed by Melbourne, then Canberra. Canberra. I, I don't have that Canberra. information, but I will check it. We'll talk about it next week. All right, here's back to... Do you know Saudi uh, Arabia imports camels from Australia? Really? What? Yes. Oh, that's good. <laughs> they just round them up or they have farms in I Australia? I don't, I don't, you know. By the way, Saudi Arabia, which we, how we say it, in the Middle East, it's much more beautiful. It's Saudi Arabia. Oh, Isn't that gorgeous, Saudi? That is. Yeah, just thought I'd bring that okay, in. Okay, very good. Very good. Well, um, you know what? I ha that reminds me of a great accent, and I'm going to play it. Boris, darling, you've done it again. Of course. Never underestimate the power of a schnook. Boris, darling, you've done it again. Of course. Never underestimate the power of a schnook. Boris and Natasha. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got to use one of my wave there files. There you go. <laughs> TGIF. All right, guys, we'll end with this one. Who is the lead singer for the American rock band Pearl Jam? The current lead singer. Eddie Vedder. Yes, that is correct. Was there any, ever another one? Um, I wonder. Because you said know. current. Yes, I don't know the answer to that. Um, like the uh, I doubt fifth it. Beatle. <laughs> right. I doubt it. Right. Yeah, I think he was the one of the he was the originator of the band. Yes. Yeah. Um, I doubt it. But we don't know, do we now? So, um, we want to talk about. Um, one other thing, it's just, we just have to talk about it. Um, um, it's entertainment related. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't looked at the news in ten minutes, but I assume there's five more resignations or firings mm -hmm. every day. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a. I, I actually last night before I went to bed, I was like, I wonder who got fired today. <laughs> it's true. What it, will it, we wake up to in the morning? Yeah. Well. I want to start with Angela Lansbury. Did she get fired? No, but I don't think that she's going to get that Little Women or House of Car House Game of Thrones project. Here's what she said yesterday. Um, um, the 92-year-old act actress, 
an interview with Radio Time, said, Women must sometimes take blame in sexual harassment, arguing that making an effort to look attractive has backfired. Ooh, I know. Can you believe That's it? That's an old way of thinking. Yeah. 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 What, were you, what were you wearing? Um, well, we had a certain president that did that to Paula Jones and a few other people, no matter how bad they have, may have been as people, calling their sexual past or socioeconomic status into question in the context of that. Can I never bring right. up something very funny? I yeah. don't know if those out there who watch Tracy Ullman's show, mm-hmm. but she did one where she was a, a woman police officer and brings in a young man who was mugged. And she said, when you were mugged, are you wearing what you're wearing right now? And he said, yes. He goes, don't you think you're, he was in a business suit. Okay. Don't you think you were provocatively wealthy looking? <laughs> don't you think you brought this upon yourself? That's great. It was it was great. Totally turned around, and then uh, they, they come in. Did you t- scream? Did you tell your? Did you say what you wanted and t- it to stop? He goes. He had a, he had a knife to my neck. Well, if you didn't do that, it was so wow great. Wow. So it was a total turn. Wow, that is great. Uh huh. Because there were some great tweets about the um, Angela Lansbury thing. Oh. Um. Um. Murder, she wrote, would have been quite a different show if each episode had Angela Lansbury blame the victim. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) She said, there are two sides to this coin. We have to own up to the fact that women, since time immemorial, have gone out of their way to make themselves attractive. And unfortunately, has backfired on us. Wow. And here's a list. Wow. I don't know if it's this... Tell me if you were surprised. Garrison Keillor. Yes. Totally floored. Floored. Yes. Louis C.K. Not so much. Not so much. Yeah. 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 Harvey Weinstein. Oh, not, no, not at all. (laughs) I mean, and everybody knew. Right. If you went to Australia. If we did. Right. If we did. If you pulled an Aborigine out of the outback. Yeah. Had not been within a mile from his village, near electricity. Um. And you showed him Weinstein, so he's a he's yeah. a pig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Kevin Spacey. I was not surprised, and I was not either. Garrison Keillor. Yeah, totally. I was totally surprised. Jeremy but Piven. Jer- I hadn't heard Jeremy Piven. Yep. yep. Yeah. Oliver Stone. Oh, I hadn't heard of him that he had. Brad Lauer. And Brad Lauer's stuff. Brad Lauer. Matt. Matt. Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. I was like, oh, Brad, Brad is his evil twin. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's well, the one that did all the bad. I was not surprised no, with Matt Lauer. Not surprised. But it's all horrible, but some of his stuff is just absolutely violent and cold hearted. Oh my gosh. And what what irks me about that situation is that he grilled people who were accused of doing what he right. was doing. Like that as a newscaster and a news person, that's wrong, you know? Russell Simmons. I was not surprised because there have been reports of him. Really? Yeah. John Conyers. Didn't know of him very much, so yeah, he wasn't on my radar. No. But it sounds like he's not going anywhere. Well, <laughs> Pelosi came out uh, yesterday yeah. and said he should resign. Both uh-huh. everybody came. Al Franken. I was so disappointed. I know. I know. Um, Actually, this is a, it's an interesting one because he, you have, really have to think about this. He struck. He thinks it's funny. Uses is it funny? And so are things funny? I don't think it was mean, predatory behavior, but then you have to decide, 
it's not funny. Right. When before they did think it was funny. So right, right. And it's some a shift of it in was beyond just you know it was just the photos with him grabbing women when they were sleeping on a plane. Yeah. It was, you know, open mouth kisses mm -hmm. that forced on. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I have a friend who tweeted um, uh, <laughs> the other day. He goes, "Is." Anyone really completely 100% sure that there's not something out there from the past 40 years of their lives? Mm -hmm. That some, you know, but then he said, I, this is where I am most thankful that I have led a boring and unfun Absolutely. <laughs> That's what my husband said the other night. Really? Like, because he works with mostly men and not where he is now, but, you know, I think the culture is definitely out there. Mm -hmm. hey, well, the thing is, and again, all these institutions... Mm -hmm. knew it Absolutely. like nbc has changed their story five times yes. they came out lack said it's the first time we got right. a complaint and then now there's records there have been complaints going back 15 they, years he really said it's the first time we've got a complaint yes when and it then it was wordsmithing yes uh, it was a then it was a written complaint then it was a co first time we got a co written complaint from a victim uh, um of yes. actual physical harassment right oh. they got, had gotten tons of complaints about gifts here again anyway well you have nbc you have hollywood house of cards let's keep penn state and the catholic church in this discussion oh, man. Mm -hmm. that's as true. well right that's true yeah right rebecca jessup <laughs> right robert mumpy <laughs> um the nfl uh, congress mm -hmm. it's like uh, another casablanca line louis renault said there's gambling in casablanca i'm shocked <laughs> And now the end of now we're paying for training for Congress. That's interesting. Like they already know how to do it. They don't need training. <laughs> they they need they need wasted taxpayer dollars. <laughs> oh my anyway. Um I'm sure there's gonna be more people coming it's gonna be coming out soon as people sort of get the... Absolutely. The floodgates are gonna open mm -hmm. and I just mm -hmm. Okay, well, I, I guess that was a kickoff to the news, and we'll continue with the news. Um, we'll start the news with a question. Did you feel it? I did not. Did not. I'm did bombed. I. Yeah. I was driving down Route 40 at the time, and there's so much going on. I don't know if I just missed it. But I was sitting in my office, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't feel it. Yeah. I heard anecdotally that people from Abingdon, there were a few calls that came in. Uh, from Abingdon. Oh. Now that could be if it's on a rock ridge, a, a sure. submerged ridge of, of granite that mm -hmm. transmitted the waves more efficiently or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, but someone uh, posted a great picture. It's a picture of a, a deck and it's got, you know, this plastic PVC table and chairs. Okay. And one of the chairs is knocked over backwards and said, we survived the earthquake <laughs> of 17. <laughs> from somebody, That's hilarious. Somebody in Havard Grace. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, That's a good <laughs> I am disgusted by something and it has to be reported because it is news. Drugs were taken by a police officer out of collection boxes and the evidence locker at Aberdeen Police Department. Stolen. Oh. Um... It's got to be, got to be reported. So they haven't identified who did it yet. Okay. Yes, his name is. I can say his name. He was charged. It's in the newspaper, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Lieutenant 
Daniel E. Gosnell, 38, was charged with possession of drugs other than marijuana and misconduct in office. Oh, my. Um, he reportedly stole and consumed heroin, <coughs> fentanyl, cocaine, oxycontin, and oxycodone from the public description prescription drop box at the department from the Aberdeen Police Department's evidence room, according to State Prosecutor Emmett C. Davitt. Now, let us say this is still in adjudication, and he has only been charged. But if That's this occurred, there is some major variety <laughs> reorganization that needs to take place in procedures. Um, something else. Um, Kate Steinle verdict yesterday. Um, oh, yes. Uh -huh. uh, don't want to use it to fire up a very divisive issue, but this is just... It's heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. um, I saw the father on the news today. It is heartbreaking. Um, uh, at what point do you say, you know, this is a miscarriage of justice? She went for a walk with her dad on the pier in her own city. And someone who had stolen the gun discharged the gun and killed her. No dispute that he fired the shot. He was acquitted. Mm -hmm. Had been in the had been deported five times, and was requested by ICE, San Francisco, to hold on to him, so that because he had these felony charges. I I just would love to know what we're we're not privy to know that the jury knows. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, you know, it has a lot to do with jury instructions. It has a lot to do with how the charges were filed. Um, uh, sometimes there can be overcharging. Um, many say that's what happened in the case in Baltimore with the police officers, if they're overcharged, um, which is the prosecutor's fault. Um, uh, you know, the judge has a lot of influence, even in a jury trial, because how the judge, he or she, instructs the jury etc. But God bless, rest in peace, and prayers for her family. And um, one other thing, uh, it's all bad news today. Um, we just reached 400 overdoses in Harford County. In Harford County? Yeah. Um, 79 deaths. Wow. And it was 56 all of last year. Oh, uh, we still have a month to go. Yes. Oh. So, God, you know, thanks to everyone and all, all the stakeholders who are doing everything they can to, uh, for awareness here, for education. I just joined the board of a beautiful organization that was founded by Sandy Gallion and Derek Hopkins called Shar Hope Foundation. And we have our first uh, recovery home for, for women uh, and it has seven residents now and we're about to open our second and it, that can be able to hold 12 so in oh, a county wow. that only has uh, uh, still has a, a shortage of recovery beds uh, this is something that um, really makes a difference for these um, for these ladies just had dinner with them um, again, uh, two weeks ago, and talk about tough, and talk about having been through what they've been through, and um, 
with this disease. It really, you know, it gives you some hope um, for these, uh, for, for, for the whole thing. And I just want to, let's end with one good news news, or one good news item. Is that the right way to put it? There's a family in Odenton. Okay. Have you read about this? No. Um, they adopted an 11-year-old dog. Um, and her name is Kaylee. She's an American Staffordshire Terrier who was brought to that Baltimore animal shelter when her owners could no longer afford the care for her. Um, they applied for grants and got grants and have uh, spent a lot of money on her medical care. And they took it one step further, further, and they've created a bucket list for Kaylee. Oh. And uh, people are giving them money. Um, oh, wow. And um, it, the bucket list includes a birthday party in the park for that her. That is so nice. <laughs> wow. And um, the Petco Foundation's annual campaign is... Um, uh, uh, is behind it. Uh, she's also going to have a party for her friends at a dog themed bakery, and a picnic, a, a, a picnic with all of her dog friends, where they have the whole run of the field. <laughs> oh my gosh! So, That's one love to adopt me. That's a loved poochie. <laughs> that is. So Melissa Davis and her family. Hats off to you. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll be talking with Rebecca Jessup. She's the executive director of the Habitat Grace Arts Collective. The Harford County Public Library's Innovation Lab, located at the Abington Library, is now open to the public with hands-on training for area community members ages 6th grade and above. Through creative experiences in the Innovation Lab, you can develop new skills, resources, and products that will help to drive Harford County's economy forward. The Innovation Lab's technology includes the MarketBot Replicator 5th Generation 3D Printer, 3D creation software including MarketBot and PrinterBot, 123D Make and 123D Design, professional green screen with Studio Lightbox and both Apple and Windows computers all to help create your electronic video, audio publishing, and 3D design projects. For more information or to reserve the Innovation Lab for your special project, call 410-638-3990 or visit the Abington Library at 2510 South Tollgate Road. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith from the Hartford County Public Library, and that is Bob Mumby. This is the Hartford Edge. We're delighted to have Rebecca Jessup. She's the executive director of the Habit of Grace Arts Collective in the studio with us today. Welcome, Rebecca, and thank you so much for coming out this morning. Oh, it's always a pleasure to hang with you guys oh, here. It's good. fun. Yeah, and you're an alumna. I am an alumna. You are. Uh, Rebecca was co-host of this show uh, for about a year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Back when? Like 1991? <laughs> Time flies. Fly flies, <laughs> yeah. No, probably 2015. Yeah, it was 15, okay. yeah. <laughs> so, tell us about you first. How you got here. Well, you're... Well, I was born... Yes. You want to go? How far back do you want to go? You weren't going to use the line from the jerk. No, right? I was not going to. <laughs> Actually, it was on the tip of my tongue, and then I didn't go there. For those who uh, like movies. Um, we increase our ratings. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah... 
Yeah, it's like how far back to go. I will just. So I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm a transplanted Midwesterner. Um, came here, oh, many years ago. So okay. I've been here quite a while St. Olaf's. St. Uh, Olaf College in Northfield, Minnesota. Uh, uh, and uh, that's where um, a lot of people think it's a Catholic uh, girls' school. No, uh, it is where the Scandinavian people go uh, because it was named after King Olaf of Norway. Okay. So that's where I went. And, of course, I am Swedish and Danish. And an intercultural marriage where I come from was between a Swede and a Dane or a Norwegian. That's an intercultural marriage. That's how Wow. That's how your Scandinavian is. is. Yeah. <laughs> so... <Wow>. Um, <laughs> Tribalist. <laughs> um, oh, I've been out here a long time. Came out with Lutheran Volunteer Corps back in the early 80s and um, have lived in Hartford. I married a Hartford Countian. Oh, wow. So um, and been here for a number of years and have had the privilege of working in some very cool places here in the county. I worked for the Center for the Arts for a while, for the Library Foundation. Um, and now, it brings me up to speed, I am now the executive director of a brand new organization called the Havre de Grace Arts Collective. And you may ask yourself, who are they and what do they do? No, we won't. We'll ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, this was a group, well, as you might have heard, there is a beautiful building from 1870s in the Havre de Grace that was falling apart. Mm -hmm. It had still, even in its dilapidation, had been used by the Tidewater Players to present theater. Um, the city some years ago said, we've got to do something with the building or it will die. And so a fundraising started um, over a period of years. They raised half the amount, about $2 million, to redo this building. Wow. And a few years ago, the city said, well, you guys, we can wait till the fundraising's done or we can issue um, a referendum and a bond to see the citizens of Havre de Grace will finish paying for it and then mm -hmm. be repaid over time. Mm -hmm. And sure enough, that's what they voted yes. And the Opera House opened in August of this year. Wow. And I must stop you there because this is such a beautiful model of how to do things. Um, we have some other examples of not how to do things when it <laughs> comes to public projects. Um, but Inception to completion, we're talking less than five years. Yeah, it's amazing how mm -hmm. it came together. Um, I don't think a, a dollar of salary was paid. Um, it was all volunteer. Yeah. It was very targeted. Yep. Focused. All yep. the work was done. It was done on practical studies and, and projects and planning. Mm -hmm. And um, the result is I've been up there several times. It's a beautiful room. It's a, it's, it's, it's a beautiful public space inside and out. It's right on uh, across the street from the beautiful new Haver de Grace Library. I mean, and hats off to the town and people like uh, Bill Price and um, a lot of the other folks that oh, got behind people. that and just made it happen. And that's very what's proud. what's so very cool about it. It it just it didn't stick around forever. I mean, they and they knew they had to get this building better, or it mm -hmm. would it would die. Right. So um, it's a it's a beautiful. It's two hundred and one seat venue. It is very intimate, and there's not a bad seat in the house. Um, what's so cool about this building? It dates back from eighteen seventy. Is that the second floor has always been a theater since eighteen seventy? Oh wow! How 
how often does that happen? Seriously. Now, the first floor is a different story. Uh-huh. First floor has been a school, offices. It was the, actually, city council chambers for Havre de Grace for decades until the early 2000s. In fact, the wood from the council chambers, you'll see, is on the columns in the, in the lobby, or slash gallery. So they tried to incorporate a lot of the history into the building. Um, and, by the way, anybody out there who wants to come for a tour, please just call us. We will take you through. It's right. it's gorgeous. It's, Do it. And uh, um, the musicians, the performers there love it. We have a couple of theater companies that are now resident companies. We have Scottfield Theater Company, Tidewater Players. Scottfield is Becky Teitelman Becky Teitelman. And Chuck Bowden mm-hmm. and folks like that. Mm-hmm. Chuck Bowden. Instit- he's an institution. And he never ages. No. Uh, he never ages. No. Chuck Bowden is the director of the Bel Air High School Drama Company, and they put on professional-level plays and sets, uh, thanks to folks like his dad. I had the pleasure of building some sets with him, him helping us at another high school build sets, and thank you, Chuck, for everything you do. It's, um, so how it works is the building is actually owned by the city, but then they needed somebody to manage and run it, so that is where the... Um, Arts Collective, why it was formed. Okay. So it's a group of like-minded persons, um, a lot of artists, who got together and said, okay, we will manage this. But there are three um, sort of prongs underneath the collective. It's the management and overseeing of the Opera House. We also are um, overseeing the Arts and Entertainment District. Okay. Howard Grace is very, um, got a lot happening there. There's going to be a lot more happening over the next few years. Stay tuned. And then also we oversee the Arts by the Bay Gallery. Okay. which is already run by a fabulous sure. woman. For those out there, you know, Pat Fair, she's, she's, she's got it. Mm-hmm. But we just are there to help support her. So those are the sort of the three prongs of what we do. And um, since this, this baby opened in August, it's been rocking, uh, rocking since then. So um, we've had, a, we're, and this first year we're trying to have a little bit of everything to see what people like. We've had everything from... Um, Steely Dan kind of music. Technicolor Motorhome. Which, do you want to segue off there, Bob, for a uh-huh. moment? Uh, well, uh, in 2018, uh, Technicolor Motorhome is going to be back to Hartford County twice. At, at, at least once in early March, put on by the amazing concert production company of Slate Ridge Entertainment. Amazing, amazing. And um, from what I hear, um, later in the year, back at the Opera House. And we're going to do our part to promote it when they're on our stage at the Bel Air Armory. Ten musicians in one place on one stage that are better, you'd be hard-pressed to find. And I first saw them in Havre de Grace, thanks to the folks um, who brought them here summer before last for Thursday Night Live. Oh, excellent. Okay. Yeah, and they... then they were in the opening day for the Opera House. Yeah, it was uh, the very first, the kickoff. Um, we've had everything from the concert master of the BSO came out and did a performance. We've had um, rock. We had a m- movies. We have a mo- uh, movie series we have for children. We have something called Point of View Film Series, which, by the way, if POV is, you can see it on PBS. But we also have the series, and we actually get some of the films before PBS shows them. Oh, wow. We have Black and White on Tuesday night. That looked really interesting to me. And I... I- Joya Noel. Joya, jo- and I got to tell you, that's coming up on December the 11th. 
a wonderful film. It, it's about um, war during the Christmas time. Mm -hmm. And actually, we are going to have a veteran there from the Afghanistan war who was there during Christmas time to talk oh, about wow. what it really was like for them. Um, so it's, it's going to be a very cool evening. But yeah, we, you didn't say anything about my pronunciation there. Joie de Noël, Noël very nice. Which actually, <laughs> for those who know, that means Merry Christmas in French. <laughs> There's a lot coming up, but let's first start off with, there, we just happen to be working with the library on Imagine event coming. That. Isn't that convenient? That is convenient. So, Leslie, do you want to just tell us the name of it? Sure. It's called Old Fashioned Holiday on Union Avenue, and it's a great partnership with you um, and the Habitat Grace Library, um, and it's magical movies and merry music, and it's going to be a, a whole day event for children in the morning and adults in the afternoon. So it's going to start out at, in the morning, uh, the theater is going to open at 10. Saturday, December 16th. Saturday, yeah. December 16th, open at 10. And there's going to be a lot going on. We'll have Santa will be there. Um, a very special Santa will be, um, kids can come over. And that guy gets around. Yes, he does. We're going to have hot chocolate. There will be train sets there. Um, just a lot happening. And then at 11 is the screening of Polar Express. And conductors will be giving you your ticket as you walk in. It's just so cute. I can't take it. Mm -hmm. And so what's very cool about it is it is free for all kids 13 and under. And adults are five bucks. What so, a great day. Yeah, it's, it's great. A great morning. And then Let's stop after, for a second. Oh. Yeah. Website that people can go to. Library and Opera House. Well, for the Opera House to learn and to get tickets, it's OHHDG, just like Opera House Havre de Grace. Okay. OHHDG.org. Okay. And you purchase your tickets there. And then after the Polar Express is done, you can walk right across the street to the Habitat Grace Library. And we are going to have a fantastic <coughs> holiday celebration. We are going to have snow, either Mother Nature made or non-Mother Nature made. Mm -hmm. um, will there be cake? <laughs> there will be treats galore. Okay. Treats galore. Um, we're going to have some special craft sessions for children. And it's going to be just all around a great day. I mean, how, you, can't, you can't lose. Mrs. Claus is going to be there. It's going to be awesome. She gets around, too. Yeah. Don't say that about Mrs. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not all. You take a short break and then come back in the Hand evening. Hand off to the babysitter. <laughs> Hand off to the babysitter. And now this is for the adults. There'll be a screening at 7 p.m. of White Christmas at the theater. Um, and then, with your ticket, you will go across the street with, and have snow as you yes. go across the street. More on that to come. And what will be at the library? Well, we're, we have a lot going on there. Um, we're going to have live music by Deer Creek Trio. We're going to have uh, photos with Bing Crosby. Some wonderful snacks. And Coakley's Pub is partnering with us to have um, sponsor a signature um, drink that evening. So, so this is all still December 16th? All, all of the same day. So two weeks from tomorrow. Yes, yep. sir. Okay. And again, for tickets, you can go to, and oh, I got to say, tickets for White Christmas are $10 for a whole evening of fun. Mm -hmm. And it's ohhdg.org. Mm -hmm. So this is wonderful. We're, we're so pleased to be able to um, do this with the library because we consider our corner a very special Absolutely. corner in Habitat de Grace. And it's something we'd like to recreate every year, I think. So it's come great. out. It's, yeah. As someone who was... Uh, 
such a big proponent of the arts and cultural arts and performance arts and music and cinema. This is what it's all about for our community, um, these types of things. And it's, it's really great. Yeah, and it's not expensive. It's, no. again, kids free in the morning. So come on over. Just You do have to, even though the kids are free, you do have to register them. So you'll want to go on the website just so, because we have reserved seating. We want to make sure everybody has a seat. So we uh, also want to talk about, uh, we want to hear about the other shows um, and some a little tease from teasers from next year, if you have it, or at least for the rest of this month. But let's stop for a second and... Um, Talk about vol volunteers, people who are looking to contribute. Are there opportunities? It, would you say no if someone said, I want to volunteer my time and oh, give yeah. you some bucks? Oh, yeah. So it's, um, first of all, if you'd like to volunteer, uh, we find we have a great group and they have a lot of fun. Uh, you can usher and take tickets and do concessions and all that kind of fun things. And training, it's very easy. Um, and the benefit of it, if the show is not sold out, you get to see a show. Um, so all you have to do is call the theater at 443-502-2005, or if you, you don't have time to write that number down, if you're in the car, just go to our website, and the number's there, and just give us a ring, and we will get you on the list. Ohhdg.org. Org. Okay. Um, also, to donations, yes. In fact, we're so new, we um, have to develop everything from scratch. So we are about to implement a brand-new donation, um, be able to do it online. Okay. So stay tuned. Uh, we're going to have that up and going probably within a week. <laughs> but if I finish the show and I want to send you a check, who do I make it payable to and where do I send it? You make it payable to the Havre de Grace Arts Collective, and we are at uh, 121 North Union Avenue in Havre de Grace. And again, just call, and I can give you all that information. Okay. But it will be very easy to do online very soon. Great. Fantastic. Um, and um, what else you got coming up? Oh, we got it really cool. This weekend, if you want, are out and about, we're having the very last weekend of the Tidewater Players Beauty and the Beast. It is magnificent. You should see the costumes. The costumes are so large that they actually had to go beyond the dressing rooms and use our black box, which is a small theater, oh for gosh. additional costumes. So um, that's amazing. And then next Tuesday, this is great, guys. In the evening, we're having the national players um, come in for a performance of Alice in Wonderland. It's at 7 p.m. It's only 75 minutes, so the kids will not be up late. It's perfect for the family. Come on over at, um, and see it. It's, it's an incredible opportunity to have a, a company of this caliber um, perform. Mm -hmm. So that's Alice in Wonderland next Tuesday, December the 5th. Okay. And then we have, I tell you, December is rocking. It really is. You have a lot of great holiday things. It's, it's rocking. We have the Lewis Lane Players, which are a company in Havre de Grace. They're performing It's a Wonderful Life, a live radio play. So it's just as, remember, you'd sit around the radio and listen to um, skits. They will do it. They would be in chairs, like microphones, and they'll be performing It's a Wonderful Life with Aww. sound effects. and. Well, it was a very interesting situation. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be cute as a button. <laughs> and then it continues on with Joya Noël, again, which we talked about. That is on the December the 11th. And then we have A Swinging Christmas with Elio Scaccio. 
those of you who may not know, he's, he's one an of the, Irish tenor, right? He's a right Irish tenor. <laughs> Scott screams Irish. He is uh, was one of the Sicilian. It was is one of the Sicilian tenors. He performed actually a few weeks ago, and he's now bringing his own show, a Christmas show, and that's on Tuesday, December the twelfth. And we, and he does. Um, I, I saw that he's he does Sinatra, Dean Martin, Tony Bennett, Michael Bublé. Even Elton John and Billy Joel. He does a little bit of everything. It's going to be a wonderful night. And what's cool about it is he's working with the Habit of Grace High School Jazz Ensemble. Oh, wow. So it is, um, they're backing him up. So it's really a community thing. What a great opportunity for those children. I know, to sing with a professional singer. I love this. Yep. Pre-concert reception at the Artist Emporium as well. Yes, yes. Um, and then we, t- we get a quick break for a day. <laughs> and then the next day, on Thursday, the 14th of December, we have a holly jolly Christmas with Duke Thompson and friends. And for those who don't know Duke Thompson, he's a wonderful pianist. Um, he was also... also the 16th president of our United States. <laughs> <laughs> Little known fact. Um, uh, beautiful pianist. He's going to have backup musicians. Um, just fun-filled holiday music and that's being presented by the habit of grace arts commission it's a fundraiser for them so they can do all kinds of other wonderful events during the year okay and then we take a quick break again and um, again on the 16th on saturday we have polar express and white christmas Mm -hmm. sunday the 17th oh you don't want to miss this one this is called the melting pot big band this is a guy named scott stansfield he's a baltimore musician who um, was a session guy and would always use a bunch of his professional musician friends for, um, for gigs. And they started playing together, and they played so well and had so much fun. They said, we have to continue this. So they've actually gotten together, and this is a big band coming in to do a holiday show. So you have professional mus- musicians from all over. We're talking Virginia, Pennsylvania, all coming in to play for this gig. Wow. So um, that's on Sunday, mm-hmm. and that's at 3 o'clock. I'm looking at... The, the, the musicians in this group, like Mark St. Pierre, is one of the best drummers in a, in a hundred mile radius of here. Isn't that cool? He is the drummer for Technicolor Motorhome. Oh, he is? I didn't know that. Uh, I see two other in, uh, musicians from Technicolor Motorhome, some from some other phenomenal bands um, that play the area. Melting Pot Big Band, December, December 17th. Wow. We're, well, we're trying to. Um, tell everybody is if you see an event and don't necessarily know a name whenever you come to the opera house you're going to see high quality entertainment no matter what um so that's what as we market ourselves and we get out there people can just know to trust that if you come you're going to have a great time so and then we have on december 22nd right before we take a break for the holidays a little bit actually no we don't during that week we're busy too uh december is east street dance academy is presenting a home a hero home for christmas okay and so this will be a dance performance they are a dance company out of edgewood so that is going to be uh, a very cool and heartwarming performance and then right after Christmas, if you have nothing to do on the 26th, we have a movie um, called It Happened on Fifth Avenue. It's a wonderful film, black and white. Um, it's a holiday film. Um, you may, A lot of people, if you watch T- TCM, you may have seen it on there, but it's uh, so delightful. You want to come over for that. TCM is on permaplay in our house. Yes. Thanks to my significant other. Yes, it's a, it's a good channel. Mm-hmm. And then we'll finish out the year with um, Sing, a, a film, the film 
for that was out oh, about a year or two ago. And what's cool about it is we're going to have kids be able to sing on stage. You know, just as people try out an audition in the film, we'll be, kids will have the chance to go and um, do the same thing prior to the film. So, and that's at 11 a.m. That sounds on like Thursday fun. the 28th. And then I'm going to pass out. Ah! Wow. And folks are really from all over the county and from Cecil County uh, and Southern PA are all really embracing this, aren't they? We are. We've actually gotten a, a list of where people are coming from, and they're coming from all over. We've got Virginia, Baltimore, PA, Delaware. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, it's, um, it's really wonderful, and we'll just continue to spread the word. And then stay tuned soon. We're going to be putting out our all January through March events. Okay, great. Lots coming. And who we have to, I know we're going to forget somebody, but uh, people that we need to thank, because don't ever listen to the, the mythology that there's no venues, that yeah. there's not a vibrant cultural uh, uh, community, uh, that there's not a great lineup of talented, dedicated folks putting great stuff in front of us. Uh, all over the county, uh, but anyone, I know I'm probably putting you on a spot, uh, people that we'd especially like to thank, certainly Mayor Martin oh, and his council. Yes, the, the city council, Mayor Martin, have been incredibly supportive as we've um, really been forming, putting together, because it is a city building, so it's, their support has been crucial. Um, there's so many people, the board, there's so many people on the board these are a lot of professionals that had went to their contacts to bring in the initial performers. I mean, for instance, the reason we had John Carney from the BSO is because one of our board members is a friend of his. Oh, wow. So um, we're really, really lucky to have people of this caliber coming. Yeah, and you do have, like, Bill Price and uh, uh, Watson and Petaroff and, and yeah. a lot of folks up there that are really connected to a, have to a lot of different uh, uh, waterfronts uh, of, of just great artists. So, And what's neat, great. too, is we're going to be um, establishing relationships with other performing venues um, all over the state as we meet with them and find out what they do. And um, it's, it's, it's the beginning of a beautiful relationship. Do you like that tie in there? I Did you do. like that? Well, we, all, we only do four shows a year, so I already... Uh, just had a conversation yesterday that we're going to have uh, a big link on our Slay Ridge website to have it a grace arts collective. Well, then we need to uh, go to you, so let's we'll, we'll do that. Yep, because um, that's what it's all about, everybody working together. I also want to point out, if you want to know more about the Arts Collective, which is, we are the Opera House, but more, um, it is um, HDG, like have it a grace, artscollective.org. And we'll be adding a lot to that um, website soon. We'll be having um, lots of throwing out all kinds of arts activities. Whenever we hear anything that is art-related, we'll be putting it out to the community. And Facebook, of course. We're on Facebook. Like us, please. We'll, you'll learn all about what's coming up. Fantastic. Will you like me, please? Ah, Fantastic. Thank you guys for allowing me to be here. Of course. It's well, been a great show. W- will you stick with us? Uh, we're going to skip the break and go right to um, just keep the tsunami coming of amazing <laughs> events by talking about what's going on at the library. Oh, yeah. And uh, I will. I would love to stick around. Okay. We may we'll excuse, we can embarrass you a little bit. Please. Please do. Yes. <laughs>
Leslie. I would love to talk a little talk bit about us. some uh, great events coming up, very holiday related at the library. Um, but before we get into that, I want to take a minute to thank everyone, our attendees, our sponsors, our vendors, our staff, for helping to make the 2017 Evening in the Stacks Gala a wonderful success. Um, it, thank you, thank you. It was a great evening. Bob, you were there. I saw you in the distance. It's hard to find people when you're there because it's such a big crowd and it's a happy crowd and it was just a wonderful And you evening. know what's great about it being hard to find people? What? Not what you, what you think I'm going to say. Okay. Because you, you've done so much to adapt it over the, over the years that there are a lot of little alcoves sure. and pockets mm -hmm. where someone can gather. Mm-hmm doesn't have the band blasting in their ear mm -hmm. they can have a conversation they you know so it doesn't feel crowded even though there's like a billion people there <laughs> That's um, a, a billion and one right and by the way when you do hear the band it's one of the best bands Agreed. In, in the area um, Agreed. mood swings yeah we had um, them on the show last month as a matter of fact yes you did um, so mark your calendars for next year's evening in the stacks it's set for Saturday October 13th which oh, is earlier. a little bit of a switch. Yeah. Um, so we're getting the word out early so people can mark their calendars. But uh, it promises to be another wonderful event. We've already started planning. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> well, uh, so you're going to tell us the theme now? I, no, I cannot release that theme. Okay. She, we'd have to kill you. Right, okay. right. Yeah. And then you'd have Mary on your back. You don't want that, right? No, she's a really <laughs> mean, evil person, Mary. Aw. Um. So we have some events coming up at our branches that people look forward to every single year. And one of the biggest ones runs from December 1st to the 11th. It's at our Abingdon Library, and it's all during library hours. And it's Gingerbread House Junior Architects. <laughs> so it's our sixth annual Gingerbread House contest. contest. Um, if you are a gingerbread aficionado, you can submit your creation anytime between 10 a.m. on Friday, December 1st, which is today, um, and Monday, December 11th at 5 p.m. Uh, we have a wonderful uh, guest judge, Shelly Stannard. She's the owner of Flavor Cupcakery. Yummy. And she is going to be the judge, so stop by the branch and drop off your gingerbread house and start your season. Aww. Um, and then another big event that folks look forward to is at our Abingdon Library. Again, it's library hours, and it's from December 1st to the 31st. And it's a time-honored holiday train display, and I think everyone loves to see that during the holidays. It's for all ages. Stop by and enjoy um, the third annual holiday train garden and display, and it's a wonderful family thing to do. So stop by our Aberdeen branch. Senator Wayne Norman, who is the foremost aficionado of model uh, train sets gives it his hearty endorsement excellent excellent we appreciate that um and then this sunday at the jarrettsville library um if you are in need of some holiday gifts uh we will help you make and create some wonderful things at the library so stop by the jarrettsville branch create a handmade gift um, and this event is supported by the Jarrettsville Friends of Hartford County Public Library, which just a shout out in general to all of our friends groups at all of the branches. They are wonderful partners and supporters of the branch, and they make a lot of these amazing programming um, uh, events happen. So thank you to all of them. 
And then uh, our Edgewood Library on Wednesday, December 6th is doing Celebrate in 3D, where you can actually make a 3D printed cookie cutter or an ornament. So you can create that, design that. Um, it'll take a while for us to print it out, so we'll get right on that after the event, and they'll be ready before Christmas. So we'll just call you back to pick them up. And then this is a really interesting um, event. It's Thursday, December 7th at our Jarrettsville branch from 10.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. And it's drink and draw with a librarian. <laughs> so uh, it's coffee is the They're wild. I, I hope, <laughs> They're I hope, wild. I hope the second one involves a pencil, not a gun. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> ah, I didn't even think about that, Bob. Um, so you can join fellow artists for coffee or tea and a sketch in at the library. You can bring your own project. Um, you can start one there. You'll get feedback from our librarian who is also an artist. Um, art supplies will be provided, but you can bring your own. Yeah, it's a wonderful event, and it, it really fills up quickly. So stop by Jarrettsville for that. And then just in general, we have a ton of donation opportunities at all of our branches right now. Um, Toys for Tots we're collecting. Several branches are doing food donations. We're collecting hats and gloves um, and the like. You know, it's the season of giving, so stop by any Hartford County Public Library to help support all the families in Hartford County at the holidays. Is that all? Yeah. That's just one week. <laughs> Is that all you got? We're um, busy at the library, and it's a wonderful time for us. You could literally do something every single day somewhere. I'm, uh -huh. I'm on the way to Havard Grace Library when we leave here. Are you? I have two business meetings. Excellent. I'm so glad you and use gonna, our space. When no one's looking, I'm going to go spend some time in Schooner Cove, too. <laughs> <laughs> i got to get a picture of that. <laughs> Okay, well, um, we won't embarrass you, Rebecca. Instead, we'll do a little humor that I picked out because it's right up your alley, very offbeat, uh, like me. Um, and we're going to focus it on um, tweets. I love favorite, I love offbeat tweets. And some people <laughs> out there, just regular folks, are hilarious. I mean, things that they know they're doing, or these ones they're that... They're tweets. They're, it's tongue-in-cheek. Uh, like, there's a woman, her name is Lurkin Mom. <laughs> L-U-R-K-I-N. I'm a Lurkin Mom. She's done a series of tweets about her dieting <laughs> travails and trials and tribulations. Um, she tweeted, Entered what I ate today into my new fitness app, and it just sent an ambulance to my house. <laughs> <laughs> Seven minutes, 17 minutes into diet. I can't live like this. <laughs> I'll save half of this for later, I said. And we laughed and laughed and laughed. I want to lose 10 pounds this year. Only 13 to go. <laughs> oh, I like her. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. She sounds cool. I guess I prefer Subway because they make me feel like I'm making the healthy decision when I order a loaf of bread with 18 meatballs on it. <laughs> And one of my other favorite ones is uh, this guy. Uh, I'd like to return this pack of gum. They taste awful. Sir, those are Band-Aids. Oh, I'd like to return these Band-Aids. Damn Band-Aids. Someone ate some. <laughs> <laughs> and also, how much for the horse tornado? Sir, that's a carousel. I must have it. <laughs> that's great. Horse tornado. <laughs> and 
Finally, oh, we have so two minutes. I get to do two more. Uh, follow your dream, unless it's the one where you're at work in your underwear during a fire. Hey. <laughs> the bad dream. Oh, man. <laughs> it's got to be one more. Yeah, it's one. It's. I hope it's not in bad taste, but it really cracked me up. <laughs> Death Row sitcom. Oh, no. Me, sits down in chair to eat. This chicken is raw. Warden. That'll change soon. Applause time. Oh, <laughs> man. I can't leave on that one? No. Okay. And you've heard this one before, Leslie. I'll still laugh. If you hurt your leg, you can use the frozen veggies at Whole Foods as ice packs for free. Hold on. I'm getting an update from the manager. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> that is a good That's one. That's okay. a good one to end with. Wipe the previous one, the Penultimate one from your memory. I love that word, penultimate. <laughs> you know what the third from the end is? No. Antipenultimate. Ultimate. Antipenultimate. Antipenultimate. <gasps> Anti is the four. Oh, that's so good. You're going to use it three times today, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Well, that's all the time we have today. Sadly, it's been such a great show. I hate for it to end. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, and we'll talk with you all next week. Thank you. Thank and you. Good job, Leslie. You're a trooper. Oh, it's my pleasure. I would never miss it. Mm -hmm.